Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Would you rather have wireless on the most reliable network nationwide or unlimited with 5G for $30 a month per line? You don't have to choose with Xfinity Mobile. Wireless so good it keeps one-upping itself. Most reliable based on Root's metric U.S. report. Results vary, not an endorsement. $30 per month per line when you get four lines. Hey everybody, I was thinking about wild animals today. I was thinking about how um, over the quarantine, um, I watched uh, the Tiger King doc. I guess you'd call it a documentary on um, Netflix, and how all these people were uh, housing and taking care of loosely all these wild animals specifically big cats tigers and all these crossbreed species of lions and tigers and all this stuff and how no matter what they did they were still wild animals and there was a lady who lost her arm and a bunch of other you know joe exotic who was joe exotic who was the owner of uh, one of the tiger parks how he had gotten it was a scene where they let him get attack basically he got pulled down and they were dragging him a little bit and despite all that people still you know like they said the biggest draw was getting people to pet pet the cubs the tiger cubs and the lion cubs celebrities and uh politicians and uh, media people news news anchors stuff like that and how they were making tons of money off just the meet and greets with the animals letting them pet them and play with them and all sorts of stuff and despite all that they're still very much wild animals and very very dangerous not to just the public but to even the owners because they don't you know they're wild animals and it made me think of the guy who uh i forget where he was i believe it was u.s but he took his own life but before he did he had a zoo full of a bunch of wild animals and stuff tigers lions and stuff and he he let them let all the animals go open all the cages and then he killed himself so uh all the animals were you know running wild in the neighborhood and they had to call uh animal control and you know police and all that stuff to to get them under control and what what it made me think of and why i was thinking of that is that to me oftentimes the police are kind of treated are kind of treated or kind of released upon the populace predominantly poor neighborhoods black and brown people uh like wild animals they kind of just release them and they don't really have they have a protocol but it seems like in terms of when violent when they strike out and they're violent or attack uh poor and black and brown people that there's not much repercussion just oh it was a justified shooting oh it was a justified arrest it wasn't excessive da, 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 da. and that's been going on for decades and decades and decades and it's just like you know just like wild animals you you set them to losing the attack and they maim and they kill in many cases and there seems to be no 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 responsibility, no 
you know, no <laughs> accountability is the word I'm looking for. So, um, what it also made me think of is even in the cases of, of course, that begs the question that if they are wild animals being released, who's the trainer, who's the owner, but I guess that's a bigger conversation for conspiracy theorists such as, such as myself. Um, but if, if the analogy holds true and not, not saying that it does, but it just seems that way. But if they are like wild animals then that means that there's only, uh, only a little amount of time, a short amount of time before those animals attack even the hands that feed them or fed them. So I don't think that, you know, you, you wonder when, when that'll happen. Cause it always breaks bad. In every situation where people are being oppressed or attacked, it always breaks bad. There's always some sort of there's some sort of rift that makes them kind of attack. And I think what would be that rift? I think if if some kind of way there was a slight against the police union or if there were a, a fracture within the police union, I think that they would begin to to eat themselves. That brother once if the brotherhood broke, I think they would begin to attack each other and you know, do what wild animals do. So it's a, it's a, an interesting thought. It's a, it's a comparison that even as I'm talking about, it seems, seems kind of viable. And I, I could dig deeper into it to see, you know, what would be the benefit of, you know, releasing wild animals on people besides you want to instill fear, but fear doesn't last forever. And, then the other question would be uh, if there was a wild animal, like there's tons of videos of uh, cheetahs and jaguars in India going to villages and like the whole villages out there and they, they eventually catch them or sometimes they kill them. So for me, that the thought is, is that what, what we're going to see happen is are we going to see police, you know, being ambushed and being drawn into positions where they could act uh act peaceably and they do not and because of that people take the law into their own hands are we going to see these uh so-called militia people gun down more citizens under the uh the unspoken approval of police departments are we going to see public other other uh quote-unquote militias who are designed to protect the public are we going to see a resurgence of gangs like there was in the, the 40s and the 50s, 20s, 30s, 40s, and 50s to combat street crime, to to combat the, the, the police in New York and other places that were, that were crooked. Will we see these gangs rise up to be community, um, community, community oriented and, you know, take on the needs of the people and protect the people with a deadly force if necessary? Will we see legislation to try to undermine all of that just so social order can be maintained? I don't know. It's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of different thoughts, a lot of different directions. But I know that uh, having the wild animals or or the beast released on the people that can't last forever. We can't. It won't. It it's not sustainable because people will fight back, and as we saw. Um, it's not, it's not a good thing for anybody to have that happen. Um, nobody wants to 
see, you know, a city become a war zone. Nobody wants to see, you know, the police act like an occupying force in neighborhoods, even though they have been and they do for many, many years. And there are tons of police departments that don't act like an occupying force, but they don't represent the majority. And a lot of when you talk about those places, other police departments treat them like they're like all oh, that'll never work, even though it's been working for years and years. And that's the part that is disheartening because there seems to only be, you know, the brotherhood and the unity when it's in terms of attacking and, you know, subjugating and, you know, beating up poor people. So I don't I don't know, man. Like, I, I don't want a city full of vigilantes fighting each other because that's that's pretty stupid. But I don't want a bunch of cosplay G.I. Joes either out there, you know, because they couldn't go to the military. Now they're going to walk down the street with AR-15s or assault rifles saying that they're hunting, but really want to come down and shoot people. I don't know, man. So it's an interesting, it's an interesting time to live in. It's not, I don't think it's unique to any other time in that, uh, there are ebbs and flows. The people get tired of it. So then, then it ebbs. And when there's change or when, uh, there's a tragedy, sometimes it flows and so forth. So I just, I, I think that it's, it's, to me, it's ringing more true that it's more like wild animals being released on pe on, uh, citizens with no, with no recourse for the citizens, except for to take up violence on their own. I was talking with a friend of mine and we were talking about, uh, in terms of, uh, response to this type of oppression wild animals being released and we were saying that it seems like for for black people we've gone through all the motions of uh trying to resolve it peaceably trying to have conversations trying to have a dialogue trying to get an understanding so we can see where the other one is coming from so we don't have these problems and they still persist whereas with uh our white counterparts when they have issues with the government they march on the state grounds with guns and they, they surround the, the person's house and they go into the person's office with all these guns and stuff. And, you know, they, they, you have situations like, you know, they had in Waco and you have situations where they're shoot out with these militias and they're never called, the militias are never called terrorists. They're never called a threat to security. Uh, and they're allowed to, you know, pretty much walk, walk with, uh, without worry of being shot for carrying a, an, an automatic weapon on state grounds or without recently here in Wisconsin, they're not worried about getting shot for having automatic weapons in the midst of a peaceful protest. Uh, I read an article by the, read a, a header from the Washington Post last night that said, um, now that Kenosha is back to, to peaceful protests as if, the protests were not peaceful with the people. It kind of read as if the, the people were the cause of the, uh, the violence and the rioting, whereas countless eyewitness accounts have said from this, this protest and other ones around the U.S. that the police were the aggressors. The police were the ones that were 
not letting it de-escalate. The police were the ones that were inciting violence. They were, they were attacking people and pushing people and prodding people. And in, in some cases, the police were the ones destroying property or uh, people who weren't affiliated with uh, the movement were destroying property and defacing property and doing all sorts of things. And it's 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 interesting because when the Black Panthers were trying to basically protect people, they that's when you know the assault rifle um, legislation was introduced in California, and I don't think it was a coincidence because it wasn't. And I think that, like many people have said before, I think that if there were a large number of armed black individuals in those neighborhoods who were who are organized and who are prepared to prepare to uh, fight back if necessary. I think that it might be a little bit different. Maybe it'd be way worse. I don't know who's to say, but I do know that people aren't, people aren't laying down. Not that they ever have, but people really aren't laying down. I don't think it'll be a good thing for anybody, but I think it's, it's, it seems almost inevitable at this point that there will be, there will be more violence until lasting and uh, sustainable and complete and fulfilled change happens. Until there are arrests for for murders, quote unquote, in the line of duty, we're gonna have this on some level, and it seems like it's only it's only getting agitated more by by the police allowing militants. As the one of the militia guys were saying in Kenosha, that the police told them they're gonna herd all the people toward toward the militia because they can take care of them. So when you when you allow stuff like that to happen now, you're gonna have an even bigger problem because militia aren't the only people that have guns. So it's not it's not a good thing. But that's my thoughts on the day. Please walk Sparky for me. No way. <laughs> I'll throw in a caramel frappe. Ooh, make it a large. Deal. Get a sweet deal. $2 any size McCafe beverage on the McDonald's app. Between you and me, Sparky, I would have walked you for free. <laughs> Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Offer valid through 4322 or participate in McDonald's. Valid one time per day. McDonald's app download and registration required.